Lack of confidence will affect our outward body language in both personal and business situations, no matter how hard we try to fight it. Do you ever find yourself caving to clients who ask for a discount on your packages, or perhaps constantly ask for little ways that you can add extra things on without paying for it? Do you ever struggle with setting prices that are too low and cause you to feel resentful about the work that you're doing? Well, my friend, these are just two examples of where you may need a very serious confidence boost in your business. And the best way to boost that confidence? Create a strong message that you can stand behind. You see, once your message is really crystal clear in your mind, content creation, email marketing, social media marketing, Facebook lives, all that stuff, well, it becomes a whole heck of a lot easier. We have a lot to get through today in a really short period of time. So I want to jump in and get started so that we can make sure that you walk away today unshakable and confidently leaning into unapologetic messaging, creation, and selling with confidence and ease. So let's get started. You're listening to the Wildly Creative Women podcast, your daily dose of inspiration, creativity prompts, affirmation, rare stories of transformation and triumph you won't hear anywhere else. And yes, even mini audio courses filled with actionable advice from yours truly that you can't get anywhere else in order to help you find your voice and embrace your wildly creative heart as a woman and as a business owner. If you have ever dreamed of scaling your business, build on your creations without sacrificing your personal life or your sanity, you have definitely come to the right place, sister. If you've ever questioned if now is the time to scale up or perhaps even step away from it all, you're definitely in the right place. If you've ever suffered from burnout and you need some place to go for a daily dose of just peace and sisterhood and stories that are just for you, well, yes, you're still in the right place. So grab a snack, something to take notes, hopefully grab a cozy corner where you can just relax and be with us and then get ready because now we're going to scale your passions with Serenity Sister and grow together through the Wildly Creative Women podcast. You can't possibly create a strong, unapologetic message without gaining really razor sharp clarity. So that's where we're going to start today. We're going to give you razor sharp clarity to master your message and share your raw truth. Now, do you know the core messages of your business or the core message? If so, do you believe or do you feel like it could use a little oomph? Does it really represent who you are and what you honestly believe? Your message 
is the underlying theme, philosophy, or ideology that drives your entire business. Sis. Your message is not the same as your why. You know, why do you do what you do in this business? It's also not your story, which is really how you got to where you are. Although they can all be tied together. Your message shines a light into your core beliefs and ultimately will connect you with your ideal clients. In your personal life, it would also work to attract the kinds of friends and different people that you want to associate with rather than the types that will hold you back. So some business owners, they start with one message, but realize that it shifts over time. Many other business owners have a message, but it feels stifled or sugarcoated. Some don't have a message at all. <laughs> and why? Well, it's because they're scared. They're scared to take a stand for something or they don't want to offend anyone. And I see this all the time. When you stop yourself from saying what you want to say, you wind up feeling like you're not really saying anything meaningful, but at the same time, you're also like screaming and shouting into the abyss. It's a really empty feeling. And when you're not saying anything meaningful, the truth is, you know, as well as I do, you can't possibly connect with your ideal clients or your audience, at least not authentically. You're not connecting authentically because you're not actually being authentic. A solid and unapologetic message can help you to cut through all that noise, abolish the freaking algorithm, and ease the ache of crappy email open rates, low engagement, or no, or geez, low sales. My friend, your unapologetic message is your true message. It's the heart of the work that you're here to do. So if you're ready to finally be known and recognized for the work that you do in the world, it's time to get clear on your unapologetic message. Most of us know who we are and what we believe. We're just not sharing it with the world. So I'm going to read through some questions from the Unshakable Course workbook. I want to share them with you today. And while you're driving, showering, walking the beach, or whatever it is you like to do while you're listening, I want you to reflect on these journal prompts from the Unshakable Course and allow them to help you to get to the heart of who you are and what your unique message is. What do you dislike about your industry and what do you think really needs to change? What do you say to your business besties that you're afraid to admit out loud or to others? Why do you do what you do? I'm talking about the real reason, okay? What do you believe differently 
than most others in your industry. What is that unique perspective or vision that you have from your corner of the world? And what do you truly want to say, sis? I mean, what annoys you about your industry? I know that you have some really unique talents that no one else really possesses the way that you do. But does your audience? Hmm. And when you finish the sentence, what does it sound like? Here's what I know to be true. Finally, what lessons have you learned that you're secretly or not secretly dying to share with others? Your message might not come from one of those answers directly, but the questions should at least get the wheels turning enough to help lift the fog. Finding your message requires digging deep into who you are and it doesn't necessarily happen overnight, much less in the middle of a podcast episode. These questions work especially well for coaches and creatives who've gone through a similar struggle as your ideal clients or your target audience. But the truth is, every business has a message. For example, let's say a business coach. A business coach might have a message that takes a stand against creating high-end packages and instead advocates for clients to create their own passive income courses instead. Her story could be that she burned herself out trying to sell high-end and learned the hard way that you need something running and earning money in the background while you focus on your coaching clients. That's a little snidbit off of my own life. <laughs> Her why could be that she wants to provide and be there for her family while also teaching others to do the same. Sound familiar? <laughs> Here's an outside of the box example, right? Okay, let's say there's a candle company, okay? The candle company, uh, I'm not mentioning any names, <laughs> but let's say this candle company um, has curse words on their jars, which might have a message. It's all about self-care, which can be fun and funny, but doesn't have to be so woo-woo and frilly, right? Their content then would remain fun and lighthearted while still touching on self-care topics. So that's a little bit more of an edgy message in order to break through the noise. Sometimes you have to start sharing the answers to those questions that I just gave you um, in order to really hone in on your overarching message. So it might be a matter of just sparking up a conversation about these questions with someone that you trust and seeing how you feel about it as you talk about it. A lot of times I find the answers to my own solutions just in hearing myself talk them out loud with my husband, Dan, or one of my best friends. So I highly encourage you to do the same. And how will you know when you've got the message? I can already hear you asking me, but your true unapologetic message will feel like a relief to finally say out loud. And that's a great test. It'll feel like the thing you were always supposed to do and say all along, but were probably too scared to do so. Your message will feel meaningful, genuine, 
and inspiring even to you. Your true message will feel like a hell yes, you know, and it'll make way for hell yes clients and hell yes collaborators and hell yes opportunities all along the way that will align with you and buy from you. Okay. So the truth is your audience can tell when your messaging is from your soul and it's something that you absolutely believe in versus something that you're just doing or saying. So just imagine if you didn't feel like you had to put on a mask before writing your content or going live. Imagine that you didn't feel exhausted after creating content or marketing or doing sales calls. Imagine if you stopped having this overwhelming urge to take a day or many, many days off because you know, you know you're doing your life's work. And that's what's at stake here. So that's why I really wanted to kick off this podcast by arming you with your very own unshakable message. Now, as we transition to step two, where you're going to learn to squash your fears and boldly battle backlash or haters, I want to make sure that you have everything that you need to shed all of those messages that were convoluting your true authentic message. So take some time tonight and journal about what you've been saying that doesn't feel real and authentic and what you want to say, but perhaps have been too afraid to share. So now let's move on to step two, where you are in fact going to squash those fears and boldly battle the backlash or the haters because they're going to be there. Not everyone's going to love everything we do and say. So, you know, think about your business or even your personal life. It's important that you feel safe saying exactly how you feel about any given topic. So do you feel safe saying exactly how you feel about any given topic or Do you think about how others will receive your message? Do you ever write a lengthy Facebook post only to delete it because you don't want to attract trolls or start an online battle? In today's age of online warriors behind keyboards who are so freaking quick to call complete strangers names and to start a war of words, Sister, it is so freaking easy to feel like your freedom of speech is being squashed. But those are the exact people you need to ignore and fight through because they are not part of your ideal market or your audience anyway. They don't matter for you. Now, here's the deal. We are conditioned to fear sharing our truth boldly or saying anything that actually matters. We're conditioned for it our whole lives. Our brains are literally wired to want to stay safe and belong because belonging used to literally be akin to survival. And psychologically, humans experience the pain of being an outsider the same way they experience the physiological pain of heartbreak or 
being stabbed. It, it's the emotional equivalent of that. And so we subconsciously constantly strive to belong. Okay. So now think back a little further <laughs> to childhood age. Okay. Did you ever get told, uh, hey, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all? Or how about uh, children are meant to be seen, but not heard? Oof, God, I hate those. Not that I hate anything about being kind, don't get me wrong, but so many entrepreneurs fall into these traps of staying silent because they don't want to ostracize themselves from their market. And I get that. But pointing out the shortfalls of your industry is just being observant. Giving feedback to followers is helping them to see a different perspective. Speaking out about causes that are important to you, well, that's simply sharing something personal. And yet all these examples often cause overwhelming or crippling stress and anxiety because coaches and creatives are often really unsure if they should be so bold. Service providers especially depend directly on those sales, and the idea of saying just one or two things wrong can be truly terrifying, and it makes perfect psychological sense why so many entrepreneurs have this deep-seated fear that if they say what's in their hearts, people will reject them. Stemming from what they learned in childhood, these ideas are compounded by their adult experiences of getting into online arguments or receiving negative feedback from clients. Head in that feeling of being a people pleaser, like <clears throat> uh, yours truly, or perhaps someone with a savior complex, like yours truly, <laughs> because you don't want to lose clients, right? And you can understand why sharing your true message can kick up all kinds of fears. Fear of visibility, fear of success, fear of rejection, you name it. All are valid fears, but each one will definitely hold you back from the success that you are looking for and craving so holistically. The truth, though, is that the most powerful marketing alienates people. It's true. And I get that that can sound really, really scary. It has been one of the hardest hurdles for some of my most successful clients of all time to accept and overcome. But the good news is that just as much positive support can come from this. The people who don't vibe with your true message, they are going to fall away. They will. What's important though, are the people who stick around. These people are your ideal clients. They are the ones that deserve to be a part of your community and your audience. They are the ones that will help you to build a community you can be proud to not just be a part of, but be leading. Something about your message resonated with them and they are eager to hear more. You have the knowledge, you have the style, you have what they want. So they'll naturally want to learn more from you specifically. 
So remember this mantra, I am not for everyone and neither are you. You will never be too much or not enough for the right people. Understand me? Your people are ready. They are so ready for your truth. Your people will follow you to the ends of the earth because of your authenticity. Let's think about the example of big box retail stores. Target and Walmart earn billions of dollars each year because they cater to millions of people who are looking to save money on household items and everyday things. Do you think the Kardashians are shopping at these stores? My guess is a resounding and oh, sweetheart, but instead they find their swanky designer boutiques and cater to rich celebrities and they're really wearing their own stuff. The Kardashians and others like them, they're not worried about saving money and they probably don't ever have to look at a freaking price tag. So shopping at a discount retailer, simply not important to them. However, in the celebrity world where designer is everything, those swanky boutiques and designers need to hone their message to attract the celebrities who can afford their clothes. Neither message is wrong, but each message attracts the company's ideal clients to them. You see the difference? Now, of course, that doesn't mean that watching the wrong people fall away won't sting a bit. It fucking outright sucks to see unsubscribe from your mailing list or to see people unfollowing or unfriending you on social media. Girl, I get that. I'm not saying you're not going to feel it. But instead of dwelling on dropping numbers, remember, these unsubscribes are simply not your people and they never were. If they don't resonate with your message, they could stay on your list for I don't know, 10 years and never spend a freaking dollar. You don't need that. That's just actually hurting your open rates and confusing your messaging. So in the end, do you want subscribers and followers to love what you offer and buy it up? Or do you just want the high number of subscribers who don't do anything? If you're truly driven to experience this level of self-expression and authenticity in your work, there's no other way. You need to niche down and identify who your target audience is along with crafting your authentic message. When you feel bad about what you feel you're losing in terms of followers and subscribers, sweetheart, try to focus back on what you're gaining which is a whole new crew of people who understand you when you truly care about your message and the people that it is meant to serve. Those people in turn begin to care about you and they're going to know, like, and trust you like you wouldn't freaking believe. You are not going to miss those subscribers. This ability isn't just about being seen by people. It's about attracting and connecting with the right people. And you can't do that with a watered down message. Speak up for the people who need to hear you, for those little girls out there that are desperate for a message like yours to exist in the world and know that they are not alone and someone can help solve their problems. Have you ever considered 
that the thing that you're most afraid to share could lead to your biggest opportunity ever, or at least something really good, you may be surprised by the feedback you receive after sharing. So often I'm talking to coaches, creative solopreneurs, service providers, and they're so afraid to share because they don't want negative feedback. But how about all the positive feedback you might receive? Some of your followers may have an aha moment after reading your latest post or email. Maybe your post will even go viral and attract a JV partner for an amazing opportunity, or maybe your next group coaching program will sell out in minutes simply because you fine-tuned your message and attracted your tribe. So how exactly do you start, especially if all of this is new to you? We're going to cover that in part two, and I can't wait to see you when we do so in part two, where we're going to dive into those exact details before I show you how to turn your message into ultra compelling content that your audience simply can't resist. And finally, in part three, I'm going to show you how to pack a punch with a more polarizing message that is going to attract hordes of happy repeat buyers. I will see you next time, all you wildly creative women. I love you, and I am so grateful for you being here today. Go create something wild, amazing, and wonderful that lights you up from the inside. I'll see you soon. Welcome back, you unshakable beauty. I'm so excited to see that you were touched enough and connected to everything I had to say in the first part of our Unshakable series, where I'm sharing with you how to lean into unapologetic messaging creation and selling with confidence and ease. When we last left off, we were discussing about how it's so unbelievably important that you learn to squash your fears and boldly battle the backlash or haters that might come from sharing your most authentic self and message with your audience. We talked about how it can be really scary to do and how it won't always be easy to watch people unsubscribe from your list, but how ultimately it will allow you to cultivate a community that you can be proud of, a community that will be ultra profitable, and a community that will really truly fulfill you because it'll be filled with people who are truly attracted to the authentic you inside, not just the version of yourself that you thought you needed to put out into the world in order to build a business. It's going to feel so good as you go through this transition. And I'm really just over the moon excited for you to experience this difference, right? It's going to be so oh, just riveting in a way, it's going to be a whole new journey because if you haven't been sharing your authentic message, but you have been even growing your business, there's undeniably been some twinge of doubt that's been creeping in your gut. And 
the bigger your business gets, if it's not really in alignment with who you are, what your vision of the world is, what your vision for this business is and who you want to help, then you're going to end up exactly where I did when I had built my seven figure real estate content marketing and media agency, which ultimately I hate it. (laughs) And sister, that is not a place where you want to be. So Let's continue on and pick up exactly where we left off. I promised that I would share with you exactly how to approach this whole thing if it's really new to you. And I don't want to keep you waiting any longer. So let's dive right in. I hope you've got a pen and paper. And if not, make sure you're just already subscribed and you can save the episode, come back to it later when you've got time to take notes. All right. So first we need to conquer your inner critic. Few, I think, have the ability to rival the noise of mine. (laughs) Um, And she has been one hell of a loud, um, almost anti-cheerleader in my life. But enough about my inner critic. This is about your inner critic. When you go to share something new, the most negative feedback might come from your very own brain. It's true. Know that this is going to happen and prepare for it. Unless you are some kind of malignant narcissist or something, there are going to be moments in your life when you go to craft a message or really share a message that is deeply vulnerable and authentic that your brain is going to kick in and go, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you sure you really need to do that? You don't want to do that. Is that a good idea? I don't know. (laughs) It's that inner editor, right? So you need to be prepared for the fact that that's going to happen. And when thoughts pop up, like, I can't say that, you have to counter them with a more positive thought and keep going anyway. So if you honestly believe in your message, the value of your products, your offers, and the mission of this company, these negative thoughts, I promise you with time, they will dissipate until you really can't hear them anymore. Second, I want you to ease your way into all of this. Plan on feeling scared and awkward at first. Treat yourself well and with plenty of self-care to help you feel physically and neurologically safe to move forward. I really, really, really must urge you, especially my perfectionists and overachievers, to take baby steps towards speaking your mind so that you can get used to the process. I love a good process and I always want to encourage you to focus on the process rather than the end result in all things that you do with your business. Third, surround yourself with people who are also passionate about authentic communication. These could be business peers, JV partners, or mastermind friends. Their positive attitudes about authenticity 
will definitely wear off on you. And the more you seek their advice and encouragement, the more you will find that with practice, conveying your authentic message will just become easy until it really comes naturally. Fourth, get comfortable by expressing just one viewpoint or vulnerable story at first. You don't have to go straight into creating content about the deepest, darkest thing that's ever happened to you, like so many people think that you do. And sometimes that will never be shared as part of your business. Start small, gauge the response and how you feel about sharing, and then continue forward scientific method style. These types of stories also help your followers see you as a real person instead of just a business person or someone trying to turn a profit. Fifth, regularly, and I do mean regularly, remind yourself of your accomplishments. Sometimes you'll need to remind yourself why you are more qualified to do what you're doing and to say what you're saying. This is especially true after receiving some negative feedback or comments. And like I told you, that will happen at times. Those can hit hard and they can cause lots of self-doubt. But when this happens, please sister, take time to read your testimonials page or keep a swipe file on your computer or somewhere in your phone of emails from clients and customers that are singing your praises. Journal about all of the amazing talents you have and the results, big or small, that you've been able to generate for yourself and clients in the past. Lastly, know that even if you do everything in your power to feel ready to start sharing your more authentic message, you unfortunately can't control others' responses to you when you start to express yourself more candidly. Quite naturally, I have to warn you, some will unfollow and some will become way bigger fans. Just as two mothers can have the same experience at a single pediatrician's office, both can come away with vastly different feelings. Instead of trying to win over everyone you meet, focus instead on your ideal clients or those members of your audience who remain undyingly loyal to what is authentic to you. Positive affirmations can also go a long way to help curb those moments of self-doubt. So try repeating mantras like, I am willing to show up. I am willing to let go of other people's expectations of me. You can start your workday by repeating these mantras, but also refer to them in moments of stress. Take a deep breath. and start repeating them until your stressful feeling dissipates. You'll always 
have people who disagree with your message or who take a stand on issues that doesn't really align with yours. But it's more important than ever to stand behind your content. Instead of ignoring the disagreement and hoping it'll just go away, which it never does, start an open and calm dialogue. It's usually much better to tactfully respond to the haters and then not engage further than it is to block or delete unless their comments are truly abusive, hateful, harmful, etc. This can take strength and courage, but if you truly believe in what you're sharing, it'll be so much easier to simply thank them for their difference in opinion and move on. Being bold enough to share your opinions while knowing there might be backlash? Sister, that's the sign of a true thought leader. Now, I get that you are feeling a little bit trepidatious, but you've also just been armed with the exact steps you need to take to face your fears. And before you go out into the world with this newfound courage to share your most authentic self, I also want to arm you with some tips on how to turn your message into ultra compelling content. Because what kind of former chief marketing officer and content marketing officer would I be without doing that? <laughs> okay, so once you've nailed down your unapologetic message, or at least a few key viewpoints, and you feel prepared to start sharing them, it's time to turn those messages or viewpoints into tangible content. You know, the kind that can make you real tangible cash. <laughs> your message, it's like the backbone of your content. But each piece of content doesn't need to explicitly state your message. It should, however, tie back to it in some way. For example, the business coach who encourages women to create courses alongside their high-end packages might create content in a few buckets. Her personal story, how-tos, which would be educational content that teaches the audience how to do something, and inspirational content like quotes, thoughts on things she's seeing in her industry related to burnout, or high-end packages, etc. All good content will have a lesson or a realization in it others can use. Producing valuable content is what will attract people to you, so make sure that you make it worth their while. How do you decide what to share? Well, that's really up to you. You've got to get creative while using your best judgment. You don't have to use your social media as a diary. I'm not suggesting that or a way to uh, work out your stuff online. I'm not really recommending that either. Get a coach or a therapist for that, my love. 
Instead, what I want you to do is share your business stories and the realizations and lessons that you've learned as a result. There are much more valuable tidbits to be found in that than personal drama. So before I leave you today with your unshakable message, I'm going to sign off with just a few last tips about writing compelling content that means writing content that gets rep. Yeah, because who wants to pour their heart and soul into content that gets posted somewhere and never actually consumed? <laughs> Few things can be more frustrating or kill your desire to create content. So before I sign off with these compelling tips for creating content that your audience simply can't resist, just know that I am here for you. And if you need extra support or resources in gaining the confidence to share your unapologetic message, that's what I'm here for. And I would love to also have you in our community for Wildly Creative Women on Facebook if you haven't already joined our growing group. So without further ado, here are your tips for writing compelling content, which means writing content that gets read. Here's how you do that. Start by picking a topic that you care about. That's what this whole unshakable message thing is all about. That means going back to your message and what you believe in. So don't phone it in. Choose a topic that's tugging at your heartstrings or use one of the earlier prompts I mentioned to spark something new. Be conversational. Please use words you'd actually use as if you were talking to someone face to face. Don't try to sound like someone else or be like someone else. Just be you. Don't over edit either. Writing without minimal editing usually allows our most authentic thoughts to flow. I'm not looking for you to get an A on some paper in college. Just start by writing and don't allow yourself to edit anything until you're completely done. Say what you want to say, and then you can go back and refine it and create a captivating headline. On social media, this is just the first line of your post. So it really has to be something that will grab their attention and stop the scroll. But the most important things truly are, what are you actually saying? Does it sound like everybody else? Is it something that will grab someone's attention or pique their, and pique their curiosity and make them think, hmm, I need to know more, or I want to know what this thing is, or I have to know how the story ends. You know, that's what you're going for. And also, are you hiding your true thoughts or viewpoints? Are you sugarcoating? Or are you hiding behind your fears of offending someone? Because if you answer yes to any of these last questions, I need you to go back and re-listen from episode one so that you can truly let all that I have said to you here sink in. And then don't forget that you can join us in the Wildly Creative Women 
group on Facebook for even more affirmations to help you build confidence in your creativity and authentic messaging, as well as support from other wildly creative women in this sisterhood who know what it is to struggle with your authenticity and to show up anyway. I can't wait to see you there. And most importantly, I can't wait to hear what you have to share as your true, authentic, and unapologetic message shines through.